hello and welcome to The County Conversation, a podcast featuring employees and subject matter experts from the Fairfax County government discussing programs, services, and items of interest to residents of Fairfax County. I'm your host, Jim Person, and on this edition of The Conversation, we're going to talk about the Medical Reserve Corps. You'll hear us refer to that as the MRC. We're going to talk about the MRC with Paula Roska from Fairfax County's Health Department. And Paula, I'm going to let you pronounce your last name correctly for me. Yes, Roska is the Romanian version. <laughs> <Okay>. Yes. <laughs> All right. I can't do the the rolling R's very yeah. well. So, but for everyone, it's Paula Roska. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I love your accent, by the way. Thank, thank you. For you. That. And we we shared some personal information before the show. We won't get into that. But thanks so much for for being here with us and talking about the Medical Reserve Corps. Uh, you're with the Health Department. How long have you been with the Health Department, working with the Medical Reserve Corps program? So I. Um, uh, good morning, everyone. Um, and. Uh, um, so I just wanted to um, to thank everyone and thank you, Jim, for inviting me today um, and giving me this opportunity sure, to talk absolutely. about the MRC. I have been with uh, Fairfax since 2015, okay. um, but with the Fairfax Medical Reserve Corps. But prior to that, I coordinated the Alexandria Medical Reserve Corps oh, for wow, okay. approximately three years as okay. well. So okay. I have in total about six years of being with the MRC program. Right. Okay. Um, yeah. So when we say MRC, which, you know, the government, we're big on what is it, an acronym, MRC? Yes, yes, (laughs) So we don't have to say Medical Reserve Corps, you know, program all the time. So MRC. Let's start with the basics. What is a Medical Reserve Corps program? The Medical Reserve Corps program is basically a volunteer program. It's a group of medical and non-medical volunteers that support the public health function. So they're usually, the MRC units are usually associated with health departments, um, but sometimes you'll find MRC units associated either with a university or a hospital. Mm. Uh, But I would say about 90% of um, uh, MRC units are health departments. And there are focus is to support and augment the capability of the health departments in response to public health emergencies. Um, The program started back um, after the 9-11 and the anthrax attack. Mm. It was basically a federal initiative, again, to augment that capability in response to public health emergencies. Mm -hmm. That's when the federal government realized that there are not enough resources to respond to a large public health emergency. And so um, we also, uh, they also realize that there is a need for pre-credentialed, pre-trained, pre-background checked individuals so that when we send people out in shelters or in points of dispensing, we know who we are sending. So the program started like that um, at the national level, uh, again, as a federal initiative. And um, uh, currently, there are approximately 856 MRC units nationwide, Uh, So, um, and approximately 180,000 volunteers. Um, There are 27 MRC units in the state of Virginia and five in the um, northern region. So Arlington, Fairfax, Alexandria, Prince William, and Loudoun, they all have their MRC and, and I'm assuming that's because of our proximity to the nation's capital and more population and that kind of thing? Yes, um, yes. But I mean, since we have uh, each jurisdiction has its own uh, health department, mm-hmm. then it has 
has its own MRC unit. Okay. Um, and at the national, so this is a national program. It's not just in Fairfax. Um, we all kind of follow the national mission, which is to um, enhance resiliency, to support public health, and um, uh, respond to emergencies. Okay. Um, but how we implement it locally is a little bit different from jurisdiction to jurisdiction, depending on the community needs, of course, and some other factors as resources that are available for us to train volunteers, okay. so on and so forth. Okay. I want to get back to that point, but I want to go back to something you said earlier on. I want to make sure I don't forget. You said uh, MRC program, um, and I can't remember exactly how you said it, but essentially MRC is for medical and non-medical volunteers. Yes. So So, the name of the program I know is a bit of a misnomer because a lot of people say to me, oh, well, I, if, I'm, if I I'm at a community I'm event. I'm not a doctor. I can't help Right. You. I can't help. You know, I'm not a medical. I, I can't sign up. And we always say, nope, that's actually not true. In fact, about 35 to 40 percent of our volunteers are medical, but the rest are non-medical. Wow. Wow, so, sure. And they come from a variety of professional backgrounds. They're either IT folks or, um, you know, teachers, um, uh, stay-home parents, students, um, retirees. I mean, we get... Um, volunteers from um, from a variety of backgrounds. And yes, while we do need the nurses and the doctors and, of course, the medical folks for the medical skills, we also need volunteers to bring all these other skills to our program because when we run a clinic, we need volunteers who can do logistics, mm-hmm. who can do flow support, who can do language interpretation, which is very important because we know there are over 100 languages spoken in Fairfax County. Right. So um, any skill that a volunteer brings to us is valuable and we'll make sure to put it to good use. Yeah. So any any skill can be used in yes. the medical reserve corps. Yes. And, and I've, that, that was an interesting statistic. More than half, a majority of your volunteers are, are non-medical. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Medical Reserve Corps program, MRC. Another point that you said that I want to get to before I forget, because you keep looking at me and I'm, I'm not looking at you because I'm writing notes <laughs> right. down. I'm, I'm making things here because I want to make sure I get. You said there are differences. Each local program can operate kind of under the framework of the National Medical Reserve Corps, but each program is kind of unique to their own jurisdiction. I think you said you worked in Arlington or was it I, Alexandria, Alexandria. Alexandria mm-hmm. MRC. Now you're with Fairfax MRC. Differences in the two or I differences mean, that you've noticed in other programs? Uh, yes. I mean, just f- from one unit to another, there are differences in the sense that, um, you know, again, the community needs are different mm-hmm. and the services uh, um, that we provide to the community um, can be different. So the way we engage our volunteers really depends on what the current needs of the health department are at any given time. So our volunteers um, support the day-to-day operations of the health department, and they also do community outreach, and they also do um, um, uh, emergency response um, in if, if that's um, what they're being called right, for. Right. So um, the day-to-day operations of the health department, of course, um, you know, the way they um, they get engaged into that, it really depends on what the needs are at any given time of the year. Mm-hmm. Sometimes uh, I may have one month with several uh, opportunities, and then I may have a month with no opportunities. And mm-hmm. then, so it really depends what projects are going on uh, at any given time. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, um, I guess, different 
differences between units. Um, if, if obviously an MRC unit from Montana, it's going to be very different mm -hmm. than an MRC unit in the national capital region, right. just because that's a rural community. Right. We are more urban. We have a different different access to different types of resources, different types of funding mm -hmm. opportunities. Mm -hmm. um, there, we provide more trainings because um, uh, volunteers can travel, because, you know, to right. to participate in okay. classroom trainings. Okay. So um, yes, it's very different. Uh, some MRC um, uh, units um, go out to community events and they do. Um, um, blood pressure checks, for example, oh, okay. or or uh, glucose checks in other communities. Uh, we don't necessarily do that in Fairfax, but we do other things okay, that service our gotcha, community. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Okay. So three main areas, the MRC, the Medical Reserve Corps uh, here in Fairfax County works. I think what I heard you say, day-to-day -day operations, kind of supporting the Fairfax County Health Department, uh, outreach activities, and then the, uh, meta, uh, the uh, emergency response. response. There's also the training component, which mm. is very, very big because we don't have emergencies every day. And, right. uh, you know, one way to engage our volunteers and to, again, prepare them to give them that foundation in public health and emergency management is to provide trainings and to have our subject matter experts um, teach them about public health and mm -hmm. emergency. So they understand when when there is an emergency and they have to staff a shelter, they understand um, the, the incident command system, for example, because mm -hmm. we use that. Um, they can understand how, what is the role of the health department in the community? Right. How do we service the community so they can um, um, be a part of that right. response? Right. How, and how their volunteer role at the moment fits into the health department's initiative into the county's op uh, operational, operational structure, structure, emergency response structure, as you said, because things do work differently in an emergency uh, versus normal day-to-day. -day. So, Absolutely. Yeah. And also, you know, we use the trainings because um, it is, you know, when a volunteer joins the health department, they become public health ambassadors. They, hmm. they, you know, they now take all that knowledge and all the skills that we equip them with through our trainings. Mm -hmm. They go out in that community and in, um, they, they speak to their friends, to their family members, and they start to share those public health messages that they learn with us. And so, you know, we say community preparedness begins with you. It begins with our volunteers right. going back to their communities and sharing the messages and helping um, in this way to build a more right. resilient community. Right. Okay. We're talking with Paula Roska, Fairfax County Health Department, about the Medical Reserve Corps Program, MRC, as you have heard us and will continue to hear us refer to it, MRC. Uh, if you're wanting to get more information, I'll go ahead and mention the website, uh, fairfaxcounty.gov slash MRC. We'll actually uh, get you right there where you can find out more information. But don't don't go there yet. Keep listening. We'll, we'll have more information. <laughs> um, a lot of opportunities uh, for folks to volunteer, and I, I guess I'm thinking – Gosh, I don't have a lot of time that I could volunteer. Can I? Can I still volunteer if I only have you know an hour or two a month or a few hours a year? I mean, is there a kind of a requirement that I have to meet for for volunteering? Absolutely, that's a very good question. So. Um, 
The way the program is set up, so there are some requirements to become an active volunteer, Mm -hmm. and that includes orientation, because obviously we want to make sure that everybody learns about the program, learns about the health department, understands what the mission of the program is. So the orientation is two hours, and it's a one-time thing. Um, And then the other two requirements is um, two FEMA classes that are free um, and provided online. One is the Incident Command System, Introduction to the Incident Command System, and the other one is Introduction to the National Incident Management System. Mm. So those are two FEMA classes that um, we have our volunteers take just because all the health department employees are also required to take these classes. Mm. So we want to make sure that we kind of parallel the volunteer training. Exactly. So that in an emergency, because we use ICS, we want to make sure everybody's on the same page. Explain that acronym. So uh, ICS is Incident Command System. And it's that organizational structure that is used um, at the local state and federal level to organize resources, equipment, personnel um, um, in uh, um, emergency response Mm -hmm. operations. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, and I may have cut you off. So the requirements are a two-hour orientation and two FEMA courses? And two FEMA classes, yes. And then once I receive the um, um, FEMA certificates, because we actually collect that and have those on file, Mm. then you become an active volunteer. Okay. And the other one requirement that is out there is to complete at least one activity per year. But it's wow. not as but it's <laughs> not as it's not as um, uh, demanding as some, you know uh, or overwhelming as um, as sometimes uh, people think because we use co- um, quarterly notification drills that we send so every quarter we send out an alert. If you respond to that alert, it counts as an activity. Oh, so wow. technically you don't have to come necessarily for a training or for a community outreach event or participate in a, in any other activity as long as you respond to that alert. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That keeps you active. It okay. may seem insignificant, but that alert tells us a lot. It tells that us yeah, you're paying that you're attention, active. You're still interested. That, that's right. That the contact information is still up to date. So it gives us a lot of information. Okay. And so it's not that bad. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, I, before you even said that, I was going to sound like, well, just one a year. That doesn't sound hard to right. do. So. No, it is not. Uh, and because um, we have a variety of, of activities. And again, um, you know, we allow our volunteers to sort of take, um, you know, we work work with the volunteer interests and their passion to try mm-hmm. to find a good fit um, mm-hmm. in the health department. So whether okay. they want to do more day-to-day support or and work in our clinics, or if they just want to do emergency response, that's okay too. Because um, we have volunteers who say, look, I work full-time, I don't have time to do day-to-day support, but count on me in an emergency. Mm-hmm. And that's that's perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, we ha- also have volunteers who love to do community outreach, to just go out to community events and staff tables and and uh, be a part of the community, share public health messages, and, you know, talking to the general public. Mm-hmm. Um, those are actually great opportunities to get to know other community partners um, because everyone is there. And yeah, so it's yeah. a great networking opportunity and um, a good opportunity to just be involved with um, um, with the community. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it sounds like you've gotten something for just about everybody. I mean, you know, day-to-day ops, the outreach, which I wouldn't particularly be interested in. I'm more of an introvert. I don't want to go out there and be standing around, you know, 500 people and having to <laughs> converse and that kind of thing. But somebody likes that. Somebody like yes. Yeah. And, and a lot of those events are fun. You know, they're outdoor events yeah, with yeah. music, with, uh, you know, their festivals. Yeah. We go to the, for example, uh, George Mason um, University um, Health and Expo, uh, Health and uh, Fitness Expo mm-hmm. is one event. Uh, we do the... Um, 
um, the um, Burke Festival in uh, September. Mm-hmm. Um, the, we do the Kids Fest at the end of September, mm-hmm. uh, which is here at the Government Center. Um, the Preparedness Awareness Weekend with the Office of Emergency Management. So these are kind of yeah, the yeah. events that we, the Colmore um, Multicultural sure. Event. Um, so okay. we kind of go out there and we, we one way, one thing, one function is obviously to um, share emergency preparedness messaging and of course the other is to recruit volunteers in the program and increase visibility of the program in the community. And I don't know if you mentioned this before, uh, how many volunteers do you currently have in We have about 630 active volunteers. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to ask this question (laughs) assuming the answer is no, but uh, do you have enough volunteers? Well, you know, we <laughs> always need more volunteers. So, you know, and that's, I like right. I said, yes, that's why we uh, we uh, come out to do podcasts like this or go out to the community events and because we always need volunteers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of our worst case scenario in an emergency, for example, is a pandemic influenza or an anthrax attack. So if we were to open up points of dispensing and uh, throughout Fairfax County to mass prophylax uh, the population of Fairfax County. Um, Yes, we have our health department staff, but we would heavily rely on the MRC volunteers. Mm -hmm. And to staff 24 high schools, which is currently the model um, that we use uh, for um, um, medical countermeasure dispensing in Fairfax, imagine the amount of volunteers that we would need. So, yes, we are always uh, looking for more volunteers to join. And again, you know, they don't have to be medical volunteers. Um, Any skill is is extremely valuable and we'll we'll make sure to integrate it within our operations. Well, and I'll just give a plug for the health department and the emergency preparedness and the emergency planning. Uh, The National Capital Region actually had the Capital Fortitude um, Emergency Exercise, which was a response to an anthrax attack in July. uh, And the Fairfax County Health Department set up just one of the points of distribution, or as they dispensing, call them, pod, points of dispensing, points of dis- dispensing sites, and uh, actually had MRC volunteers pretending to go through the line and get their medicine yes. and that kind of thing. So that and was, we, that we was also, one of their duties. That you know? was one of their duty. And we actually had MRC volunteers also staffing the mm-hmm. pod. So we had 17 in total who worked as dispensers, who worked as flow control staff, uh, who did logistics and uh, worked as greeters. Mm-hmm. So I believe we had one in education too. Mm-hmm. And so these are different roles that they can have um, in a pod, in a point of dispensing. Mm-hmm. And um, we tested that uh, with yeah. the Lake Braddock. Yeah, um, yeah, and, and as Paula said, you know, what twenty-four of these sites are going to have to be set up in Fairfax County should, you know, knock on wood, you know, no wood around, but knock on the table. If there's, you know, something that happens in Fairfax County, so that's going to require a lot of volunteer assistance because even, as you said, the health department, you know, with its staff can't possibly uh, handle all that. So uh, if you have any interest in volunteering for the MRC, the Medical Reserve Corps, you can go again to fairfaxcounty.gov slash MRC. Um, a couple of minutes left, Paula. I, I guess kind of a, a question in your experience, why do you think people volunteer? Why have you seen um, examples given of, of people that have said the reasons why they wanted to volunteer for the Medical Reserve Corps? So, um, 
I, I heard many different reasons, mm -hmm. but the most common ones were because they want to help their community. They want to learn more about how to help the community, and they know that volunteering is the first step to get connected, mm -hmm. to um, get connected to subject matter experts. You know, if you want to Google an emergency plan, you might not necessarily find it, but if you attend one of our trainings, you have that subject matter expert in the room and mm. he's there to available to answer questions and educate you on whatever the topic mm -hmm. is. Mm -hmm. um, we and we have very, very good trainings. Um, just to name a few, we have um, vector borne uh, illnesses training. We have mental health first aid training. Mm. Uh, we have um, uh, pediatric care in disasters, wow. um, point of dispensing, so uh, medical countermeasure dispensing training. Um, so we have very good trainings that introduction to epidemiology to kind of introduce volunteers again to public health and emergency management and build that foundation so they can go out in the public, in the community, and um, and share that knowledge with mm -hmm. others. Mm -hmm. um, also, um, you know, we um, I've, I've ha heard a lot of volunteers say that, in fact, we had a statistic that said 89% of the Fairfax MRC volunteers that were surveyed reported feeling more connected to their community as a result of their participation to the Fairfax MRC, wow. and also about the same percentage of volunteers reported feeling more prepared for a public health emergency as a result of the training and um, other MRC activities. Yeah, wow. So it's a very good, again, um, way to, to stay connected, to get involved, to be engaged. Um, it's also a great opportunity for students because we mm. do get a lot of students who, um, you know, are in school mm. and they want to build their resume, they want to take good additional point, classes yeah. because all of our trainings are free. And um, so they participate in the training to learn, to get more exposure to public health, to mm -hmm. explore this field and see if this is something that they even want to pursue right. as, a, as a professional career. And um, so, um, and in fact, uh, I just had an MRC volunteer recently apply for a master's program for at a university in Florida um, with a specialization in public health. And she asked me to provide a letter of recommendation. And that's something that we usually do for our volunteers if they need um, uh, service letter or uh, letters of recommendations, mm -hmm. or they just need a copy of all their deployments or um, you know activities right. that have they, they have done with us. We record all of that, so uh -huh. we keep track of all all the volunteer hours, and uh, and we can always provide it to them. Right. Um, and that can be useful, you know, for sure. employment purposes, for um, any other. Right purpose they might okay. have. All right. Well, and uh, as we wrap it up here, I know I've, I've made it sound very easy to get involved. Just go to the website, fairfaxcounty.gov slash MRC. But what, what do you do when you get there? And then, I mean, what is the application process to, to become a volunteer? Oh, so the application process is actually very easy. Um, if you go to our website, is uh, you just click on Join Now. Um, um, there's a button there that says Join Now, and it'll automatically link you to the Virginia Volunteer Health Health system. For short, it's called VVHS, and that's our volunteer database. And it's actually not the Fairfax, it's the entire state mm. uh, of MRC um, volunteers. Mm -hmm. So we use the state's uh, volunteer system. And uh, the application process is about 15 minutes, 10 to 15 minutes, depending on how much information you enter. And once you submit your application, I get notified. So I know that 
you know, so-and-so has signed up, and mm. now I can contact that person and provide additional information okay. as to what are the next steps are to become a volunteer. I send them an official invitation to attend the orientation, which, okay. by the way, we have one scheduled for tomorrow night <laughs> uh, at the Kelly Square uh, building and uh, in Fairfax. Um, and it is from 6.30 to 8.30. Um, so if anybody wants to just show up tomorrow, that's uh, that's okay too. You don't right. have to pre-register. Just right. come to the orientation tomorrow night, and then we'll we'll work out the, the details and get you to register after the orientation. Right. And if you happen to be listening to this podcast, not today. <laughs> tomorrow won't be tomorrow, but uh, so <laughs> other orientations coming up. Just go to the MRC webpage. They'll have contact information. They can find yes. out about different yes. orientation and, dates and those kind of things. But, yes, that's correct. And we provide orientations on a monthly basis. So if you you cannot make the tomorrow, which is fine, you know, just know that there will be an opportunity next month. So um, as long as you sign up and you submit your application, we can then see, um, we can contact you and provide you all the the details. Sounds great. Final 30 seconds or so, we're out of time. Anything I haven't asked you, anything you wish I had asked you, I'll just give you the final word. We're talking about Fairfax County Medical Reserve Corps program. Um, no, I mean, uh, I think this was a great conversation, and I um, I hope, um, you know, next month is uh, September. It's mm-hmm. National Preparedness Month. So I hope uh, our audience uh, keeps that in mind as well, um, and maybe this the month of September will be a good month for them to sign up with our program because, uh, again, it's National Preparedness Month, and it's uh, a good opportunity to get involved and start volunteering with a program that will provide you with that education and um, um, with exposure to mm-hmm. public health and emergency right, management right. in general. Excellent so I think, uh, uh, I think this is a wonderful opportunity for everyone uh, to learn more about public health and to get involved in the community. And right. I, I look forward to, to seeing more volunteers right. joining our team. Well, let's, uh, let's flood Paula's inbox with, uh, with <laughs> applications here, folks. So thanks to Paula Roska with Fairfax County's Health Department with the Medical Reserve Corps program here talking us, uh, to us about the MRC. Again, if you want to volunteer, just go to fairfaxcounty.gov MRC. You can do that. You can also get uh, more information there. Uh, if you want to get more Fairfax County news uh, event information, you can join us at fairfaxcounty.gov news. Or you can call 703-Fairfax, that's 703-324-7329, weekdays between 8 a.m. and 4.30 p.m. Thanks again for joining us on the County Conversation, produced by the Fairfax County, Virginia Government. <laughs>